Hey everybody, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. Today I have Katie Hess with me. How are you, Katie? I'm so happy to be here, Lauren. Thank you. Today we're going to be talking about botanicals, flowers, all the beautiful um, things that come from them. And uh, Katie is the founder of Lotus Way, and she's going to explain what that is all about. Um, Flower essences. I don't know a lot about this topic, so I was really excited when we uh, got introduced to talk about this. I love flowers, always have been attracted to plants and flowers, but I have a feeling I'm going to learn a lot more specific, detailed things about them, how they can be healing and comforting to us. Um, let's just dive in. First, before we talk about that, though, let people just know a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, um, and how did you get into such a specific niche Yeah. I I mean, I think it was like right after I graduated college, I was like, okay, now what am I really supposed to do here? You know, it's like so many of us get out and we're like, what am I supposed to do now? So I went traveling. I spent a couple of years in in Europe, a couple of years in Mexico, traveled around Asia and was like, what is that thing, you know, that I will help people reach their full potential? Because one thing was really clear to me was like, we're not all living in our full potential Mm -hmm. and there's so much more. So that just kind of like started this search and I was searching like many of us do when we're young. And I ended up stumbling on the modality of flower essences and an expert from Madrid, Spain, who just sort of blew my mind open in terms of the capacity and wisdom of flowers to help us accelerate uh, our path to, to doing just that, reaching our full potential. And he described it also as like a collective thing. Like if we get 3% of the world's population actively working with these remedies, it would change the outcome of the future of our planet. So that was like, Whoa, okay, I can do that. I can devote the rest of my life to this. And it gave me a way to feel like I could make a big impact. You know, like, I think you probably relate to Lauren. It's like, how do we help people? There's so many things going on in this world, but then we feel so small. So, you know, when someone gives you an opportunity or a way to make a bigger impact and scale, it's like really exciting. So long story short, I came back to the U.S. after having trained with him and I started a business. I saw clients one-on-one for 10 years, was blown away, decided I, I had to start a product line so that I could reach more people. And from there, that's been like 20 years working with flower essences. Wow. And just to give a little background to you, um, had a podcast for a while. So you've done a lot of different things where you've reached people and, and been teaching people about this whole world of flower essences. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, we, we started out in the spa and hospitality industry and then I was like, why don't we just do our own events? So we did like a worldwide tour of flower lounge events where we'd buy thousands of flowers and set up mandalas and candles and invite people in to experience. I wrote a book, we did a card deck I bought a building here in Phoenix. If anyone wants to come visit and do flower essence, botanical treatments and bathing and learning and experiencing. So basically it's just been like, how can we create experiences that don't require words to allow people to experience not only flowers, but the wisdom of themselves in a more powerful way. Wow. Really cool. Um, Okay. Well, what are flower essences? Good question. So they are 
it's like the concentrated life force of flowers captured in a bottle, which, you know, when I first started 20 years ago, people were like, what? Woo woo. You're working with energy of flowers. Okay. (laughs) But you know, when you look at like, they've been around for thousands of years, every culture around the world, you know, tapped into them in, in some way. Traditionally, doctors would recommend their patients to drink the dew drops from specific flowers. And so essentially it's a way to scale dew because the light from the sun transfers that life force into water. Water is like a recording device. And then when we introduce it into the waters of our body, it harmonizes the crystalline structure in our blood and the fluids of our body. So it's been around forever. Um, It's just like a, a kind of a new concept for the United States, especially like when I was living in Mexico, even the taxi drivers knew the difference between flower essences and essential oils. In Europe, you see doctors prescribing them to their patients all the time. And in Australia, they're in every pharmacy on every block. It's just for some reason, the United States has maybe because we got so like gung ho about the pharmaceutical model that we lost our roots and became skeptical of everything botanical and natural. Mm -hmm. I mean, but if you think of it, the earth is 4.5 billion years old. So like every technology we could ever dream up has already been in existence. And so when you talk about like Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and downloading and uploading, we're, we, we as human beings are so freaking sophisticated that we don't need to plug into a wall. Mm-hmm. Like we can go out into the forest and download frequencies from mother nature and the earth effortlessly, mm-hmm. like without even thinking about it. And the flowers act as this like, antenna of the earth's wisdom like emitting wi-fi emitting messages and harmonizing frequencies that we pick up and our bodies know exactly what to do with them um so it's just sort of reframing you know we understand how a self well we don't really understand how it works but we believe it works so is it possible that we as human beings can also operate in nature in the same way oh that's beautifully said my brain is like i want to ask so many things and talk that's that's a great answer. Um, yes, to everything you said. Um, it's really not that weird. I talk about a lot of woo woo stuff on here, but if you really think about it, all the things that we use for healing, vitamins, minerals, water, herbs, foods, you know, people, some, some people familiar with herbal medicine, that's all from the earth. So why wouldn't flowers also be healing? And I mean, maybe the most like common thing I'm thinking of, just a general lavender that might make it click for some people. We use lavender and so many things, right? Lotions and body products, soothing things for your pillow, mist sprays. So there's just like one of the many, right? Um, so it's not mm-hmm. that weird at all. And yeah, I mean, just think of all the different tribes and people in history, um, Native Americans and, um, you know, all types of people that you have used botanical healing. It makes complete sense. And also I was thinking when you were talking about that, I'd never thought about that this way, but how do insects, bees, hummingbirds, birds find the nectars? They're smelling it. There's vibrations. They're picking up on it. If they do, we can too. We just don't think about it. Exactly. So the the vibration piece, they've actually done a study in the UK where they realized bees don't get attracted to flowers based on color or scent like we Mm, thought. Nothing to do with it. It's what you said. It's what you said. It's vibration. The flowers are emitting an electrical impulse that the bees pick up on and they're the little cute little hairs on their legs. (laughs) And they're actually communicating to each other. Wild. And I love that. 
you, you know, it's like, then you can kind of visualize, oh, well, if there's an electrical impulse coming off of that, then how does that work through our acupuncture meridians? You know, like a, 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 an energetic freeway system in our bodies that's been tapped into for three to 5,000 years, proven, yeah. you know, yeah. in the East. And then when you mentioned lavender, if anybody listening is like, hmm, lavender is a good example because you can make lavender tea. Mm-hmm. Or it's like rose like, petal tea. I love rose tea. So it's edible. You can also smell it. So it's safe. Obviously not all flowers are safe to eat, right? Right. So let's like, let's take the herb, use the, like the whole plant to, to um, the body of the plant to heal the body, physical body. So if your nervous system is like freaking out, you haven't been sleeping, you might want to drink lavender tea. Then you can look at the essential oil, which is the distillation of lavender rose, right? Like if you want one drop of rose oil, you need 40 roses, like massive harvest in order to get the essential oil. That's working on more an olfactory brain level, um, working through your senses, your sensory system. And sorry to interrupt you. Is that like most, and I think some people you can, essential oils, mostly topical or smelling them. So that would be putting on your skin Yes. Okay. So then you can think of it as like, whereas the herb is like healing the body with the body of the plant. Essential oils are like the blood or the immune system of a plant. When you put it on your skin, it boosts your circulation, it boosts your immune system, right? And then you get to the flower essences. It's like the consciousness of a plant. And so when we apply that in or on or anywhere in our aura, it harmonizes our um, energy field, but also works with the deepest levels of our consciousness. Wow. Um, and, and, you you know, it's not something that you can see. So people tend to be skeptical, but like, if you think about love, like, how do we see love? We don't ever see love like in the air, you know, but it's like one of the most powerful forces on earth. So I think some of the most powerful things are things that we can't see with our eyes. You feel it or you know it. Yeah. Um, and so for the essences, can you can um, both put them on your skin, smell them, and ingest. Yeah, and the coolest thing about it is that all you have to do is look at the flowers and say like, hmm, which one looks like the most intriguing to me right now? And that will be exactly what you need. Like your body, our bodies are designed Mm. to be these like incredibly sensitive receptors that will move toward what's best for us in that moment. Mm -hmm. So we don't need a freaking guy in a white coat telling us that this is what's best for us. It's our own innate wisdom. Mm -hmm. We know, Mm -hmm. even if we don't know, we know, even if we doubt ourselves, right. You know, you can look at a series of flower photographs or you can, you can walk into a flower shop, Lauren, you will without a doubt go towards the flowers that benefit you most in that moment. Mm -hmm. Which ones you're attracted to. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's one of my questions. You know, what if flowers, um, that you're most attracted to say about you. Could we just for fun, could I ask you about a few? Because I was looking at your products last night and I almost had to stop scrolling. I was amazed at how many you have. It's incredible. Um, I'll, I'll just pick a couple of my favorites. I mean, one, I think just ro- like rose petal tea and that's pretty common as far as like florals, what you get out, out and about. But um, a true rose, um, 
is so much different too than like a commercial rose, right? So for instance, if you're on a walk, like stop and smell the roses, I always do the most fragrant, beautiful smelling rose, right? That's in someone's yard versus if you buy someone roses from the grocery store, all the perfect dozen roses that are all exactly the same size, they don't really have a scent, right? But a true rose, like I really love rose. Um, I'd love to know more about roses. That's such a common flower that could, you know, I think a lot of people be interested in that. And then also my favorite, favorite flower is a peony. Mm. So I'd love to hear just for fun, like a couple examples of what those flowers kind of mean. And then also what do they heal? Mm. Ooh, maybe we can throw in lilac at the end too, because so many people love lilac. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. The whole, so we could do a whole podcast just on each specific flower. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So Rose, I mean, you know, typically a symbol of love. Um, and, and, and I'll say this, you know, caveat that depending on the different color of rose or the different yeah. species, there can be all kinds of subtleties in terms of its healing benefits, but overall the flower essence of rose deletes information from our DNA from up to eight generations back in our lineage or past lives. If you believe in past lives of struggle, that things have to be hard to be worthy that in order, in order for us to have what we want and to be deserving, we have to work our asses off and into the ground sometimes. Um, that we have to be hard on ourselves. Uh, all that is like softened, released, deleted, so that we can have the understanding that we can be tender with ourselves, we can be nurturing, nourishing, and that what's good for us is good for everyone. Mm. That's the kind of main love lesson I see from Rose. Mm-hmm. And then peony, peony's like, do you remember being a kid and just like burying your face in the huge roughly? Because they're so big. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, you can kind of get the sense from doing that. It's all about abundance. Peonies are teachers of abundance. They will remove information from our makeup around scarcity and lack. Mm. We're like, if I'm successful, then you can't be successful. Or if, if I'm too big and too good, then she's going to suffer. Or, you know, like, how, how successful do I let myself be? And it also brings in a sense of tremendous gratitude. And the more grateful we are for the things we have, the more we attract more, right? Cool. So would both of those, if you were struggling in those areas, it could be healing in that way. So not necessarily like physical ailment. I mean, I think it's all related, but sounds like those kind of on a spiritual level. Um, do they Do they do anything physically, though? Yeah. So flower essences work primarily on mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic. Mm. However, they are through those methods, removing the cause for future illness. So for example, women who tend to store uh, self-punishment or resentment or anger, we might get breast cancer. Yep. So like, I would never say, oh, you should take rose flower essence and it'll cure your breast cancer. Sure. No way. But if you take rose flower essence throughout the you know length of your life, you'll never get breast cancer. You're less suppressed. Yeah, that's interesting. You actually bring up that um, example because my mom's mother, my grandma, died of breast cancer. And my mom has always said she thinks it's because she kind of held in a lot and was a bit, I don't want to say submissive, but never really fully spoke up for herself and was harboring it there. So that's interesting that you say the same thing. Yeah. We do that. And this we, is our nurturing. I mean, this is our life. Yeah. If you do have children and if not, same thing. It's just, this is like a life force right there. 
Right. And if we don't, if we don't deal with it on the mental, emotional, spiritual level, it will manifest as a red flag in our bodies. Mm, So, yeah. So doesn't work on the physical level, but does. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then if anyone's interested about lilac, lilac, lilacs are funny. They bloom for like two weeks and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Short, so yeah, short lived. They're these like great teachers of impermanence, mm-hmm. of like, wow, so beautiful, amazing, and then gone. Mm-hmm. So cool. it, it's like dissolving our need for control. Okay. And helping us recognize impermanence that things always change mm-hmm. and helping us see it as like beautiful, ephemeral, and adventurous versus like, oh, I want it to be this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Two more that I'm throwing out there. We don't necessarily have to talk about the depth of them unless you want to, but um, just if anyone has smelled these, you just know how wonderful um, Plumeria is, mm. which I found, you know, my first ones in Hawaii. Just the best smell I've ever, mm. literally, like it just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's such a powerful beauty. Mm-hmm. And then Jasmine is just always so lovely. Um, so if anyone has not smelled those, make it a goal somehow to find those in your life because my goodness, they just are so fragrant. Yeah. Jasmine in particular is my favorite. Yeah. It's, it's really a good teacher of self-acceptance and beauty. Mm, jasmine tea is always delicious too. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite flower? I think you, I'd read you said jasmine and then, yeah. Very so cool. many flowers, so many awesome flowers yeah. out there, but I love my blooming jasmine. Yeah, very cool. Um, okay, so now that we kind of know what they are, what happens when you take them? We kind of talked a little bit about it. It's just as far as like emotional, spiritual um, healing and growth and opening you up, letting things go. Um, if you were to take yeah. some drops though, right, into your body, do you take like one or two drops typically? Yeah. So the typical way of taking them is internally. We recommend five drops five times a day, or you can just put them in your water bottle. Coffee oh, okay. Water. You can drink them. Okay. And then if you're not into taking things internally, we also blend them together with aromatherapy and do like mists hmm. and then oils and, you know, so you can have others like self-love rituals during the day. It's also like a relaxing, like just those mists to smell kind of relaxes you. Totally. Yeah. Makes you break. Um, but to answer your question, what happens? Mm, it's kind of like they'll take you as deep as you want to go. It's like Alice in Wonderland. Like if you come to the table and you're just like, I just want to sleep better, then you can find flower essences that will help you sleep better. Or I just want to laugh more. I want to feel more love. I want to get more shit done. <laughs> um, that's kind of like the entry, like survival, you know, flower essences. When you feel really stable and you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to like dig through some dirty closets or like sort through a little bit of mess from childhood. Mm. Um, You know, what are the things that are holding me back? Then there are flower essences that kind of like take you a step deeper so you can see into your blind spots, Mm. see the things about yourself that you haven't seen before Mm -hmm. um, and sort of evolve more quickly or allow more wisdom to arise and sort through and remove files from your energetic system that aren't serving you. So it's kind of as deep as you want to take it. Sure. Definitely. I mean, like anything else, right? It's just there for you and then however you interpret it or experiment. And if you're open, I think obviously that's where you're going to see more growth, right? 
Wow. Well, I'm really excited to try. Everyone has to visit lotusway.com. We'll put it in the show notes, but whoa, go and look at the shop. There are so many and I'm going to have a hard time. I'm going to go broke. I'm going to buy all of them, but I definitely want to try a couple of them. Um, I'm really excited to be learning about this because I never really knew about it. I mean, I knew the basics, like we've talked about lavender and, you know, jasmine and teas and different things, but this is like a whole nother world. Mm-hmm. There is a quiz too on the website mm. that you can like choose the flowers you're most attracted okay. to and then it will make a recommendation. Ooh, okay. That's really cool. Yeah, please. And again, visit the site. It's a beautiful site, by the way. Um, very visually stimulating with all the flowers and stuff. But um, talk, will you, okay, well, I want to talk about like what, what you offer. Like it looks like there's a lot going on on your site. Some really cool things, not just, it looks like bath salts and serums and different things and, um, you know, services, but just a basic rundown. Like how are these made? Where do you source the flowers? All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm, the fancy name for it is the solar infusion process. It's big words. It's just yeah. literally, we go into the wild. We find the flowers right at their full bloom point. We infuse them in water. The sunlight is the catalyst or the driver that drives the life force out into the water. And then we add alcohol. And then we do several dilutions like homeopathy. The weird thing about energy medicine is the more subtle and diffuse it becomes, the more powerful it is. I don't understand it to this day. You know, when you look at like homeopathy, 6X and 6C, and you know, they're like diluting things, hundreds of thousands of units, similar in the flower essence world. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it's like the more subtle it becomes nano. It's not even nano. It's like energetic. Um, The deeper it goes. So we source flowers from all over the world and it's interesting because different parts of the world have different kind of lessons, Mm -hmm. you know, like Costa Rica is really, the flowers are amazing at like uprooting subconscious fears Mm -hmm. and Iceland. It's like childlike wonder. Mm -hmm. Southeast Asia is like abundance and prolific opportunities. So it's, it's curious, like everywhere you go, there's kind of a different flavor. I never would have thought about it like that. And I mean, I think, again, that could be a whole nother spinoff rabbit hole. But just as far as like, what does that mean when you go deeper into like Mother Earth, right? Like different parts of the world, different people and cultures tied in with that and like the lessons that you can learn. And yeah, I mean, we, there, are, yeah. there are reasons why we chose to be born where we're born say, at the time yeah. we're born. Yep. If you feel like taking a vacation, where do you choose? Mm-hmm. See, I'm more like um, attracted to the tropical, like Plumeria and Jasmine, which I feel like would be in like warmer places. And yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Very, very cool. And then, you know, I think everyone, I mean, not everyone, certain people, you probably have memories tied to flowers, whether like someone in, you know, your grandmother, you have a garden and there's certain ones you're drawn to. Why is that? Again, be interesting Mm -hmm. to go take the quiz and maybe go look into the history of the flower, where its origins are. Because obviously we have so many flowers here. They obviously were not originally here, right? That's even cool in itself to look at the history of plants and flowers and different people brought them to different places, right? And introduced them. Mm-hmm. You know what you guys have a ton of? Because you're in Seattle, right? Seattle yeah. area. Mm-hmm. You guys have a ton of rhododendrons. That's our state flower, yep. And rhododendron is like the mother of compassion. Mm, interesting. It's like... 
you know, for the little kid in us, it's like, where do we belong? Do I belong here? Do, do, do I deserve love? Do I deserve compassion, understanding? Can I give it to myself? Uh, you know, mother, sort of like mother energy and mothering ourselves. And what's super interesting is a few years ago, there was many years ago, 10 plus, um, there was an event called Seeds of Compassion. And they brought in His Holiness the Dalai Lama and all kinds of experts to talk about how do we create more compassion on earth. And I thought, well, that's interesting mm. because it was like right where you are. Yeah. It's like center of compassion. Interesting. Or- Compassion building. Several of those in my yard. I'll have to go pay attention to them. I don't know that they don't have much of a smell that I can pick up mm-hmm. on, but that doesn't mean there's not healing, you know, involved. But yeah, that's our state flower. They're all over, and they grow ginormous. Some of them are huge. One of the probably largest flowering like bushes or trees, almost they, the root system. Some of those ones that are like 40, 50 years old around here. It's amazing. Um, that's really cool. Thank you for that. Taught me something. Yeah. Yeah. You can even make flower essences out of poisonous flowers. Okay. What would now give us examples of poisonous flowers? Is it like a morning glory? Mm-hmm. The white yeah, morning glory. Yeah. You wouldn't want to eat it. Okay. You wouldn't want to eat out of it. But if you make a flower essence out of it, it's one of the most powerful remedies for addiction. Okay. Which or that's like, interesting that it it's poisonous, but yet it, it would help with addiction. That's really interesting. Right. Wow. Or like detura. Uh, we have a detour here in the desert that's uber poisonous, um, but it helps you cleanse your body, purify your body. Mm-hmm. What about, this is going off on a tangent, but I'm thinking about where you are. Cact- I'm very drawn to cactus and succulents. Some of those have uh, flowers that come, some mm-hmm. really rare, right, that bloom only a certain amount of times. Can those mm-hmm. flowers be can used ever for? Absolutely. Yeah. Desert is... Desert is funny. So like where you live is more cush, you know, like if you want to curl up on some moss under a tree, it's like a little more comforting Mm -hmm. or like wet and juicy in the desert. It's like you dare not lie down because there's going to be prickly, pokey, sticky, but you can also see fully the horizons. Like you can Mm. see from one side to the other, which this environment is a teacher of purifying with heat and seeing all parts of yourself and being very aware and sharp and clear and not hiding anything from yourself. Um, so a lot of the cactuses will have that vibe a little bit kind of fierce Mm -hmm. and like show you things about yourself. Um, one good one is like you mentioned only blooming for a certain period of time. There's a night blooming series here that blooms for one night a year. Yeah. I've seen or heard about those. That's really cool. That one's really intense. Like any way you've been holding yourself back or limiting yourself, it's like, like no more baby steps. If you work with that flower, you will take a huge leap. It's like the destroyer of baby steps. (laughs) We need both, right? Sometimes we have baby steps. Yes, we just take a big jump. But if you're lucky, you could find like more of the aloe-based, juicy cat, like right, the succulent juice. If you open those up and they're really, if anyone's ever done that, you just literally snap it open. It's gooey mm-hmm. and wet and moisture. You could even probably squeeze it with drops coming out. So there are cactuses that have a lot of, they're not spiky. But, True. And some oh, of the spiky ones not- though, when you actually would open it up, it would be wet inside. That's how they don't need to be watered often, right? Because they store it. Yeah, they're like yeah. perfectionists at preservation. Sponges, yeah. Wow. 
That's cool. I feel very drawn to the desert, although I prefer like more of the lush green tropical, but there's something is, there is very, something very special about the desert. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that you talk about that again, going back to the, I'm nerding out on that. I didn't expect this conversation to go this way, but that's what I love about podcasts, just the different plants and flowers in different parts of the world and how it makes you feel visually the sense, the healing properties. And then what does that say about like lessons that you could learn? Mm-hmm. Really cool. Nature is so amazing. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we sometimes get lonely and we think we're all alone with our problems and our own little heads. And like, if we look around, there's so much support. Mm-hmm. One more earth- specific, I have to ask you and then we can yeah. move on, but um, oh, they're not passion flowers. Now I'm forgetting the name of them. They're purple and they're super intricate. And I've seen them around here, but it looks like a passion flower. Maybe it is a passion flower. Probably. Okay. They're like, yeah, but they little, have like little dots and like the little like pollen things. And they're so intricate, purple mm-hmm. and white typically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a passion flower? Okay. What is, what are those? What are those about? Uh, it helps you soothe your nervous system when you're on like 50 million RPMs and you're going a mile a minute and you never take naps and you never rest and then you can't sleep at night and you're kind of all amped up. It just helps soothe the nervous system and helps you take naps and rest. Those are some beautiful flowers. Wow. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing a few of the specifics. Um, What talk about Lotus way with us? Like what are you working on? What kinds of things besides the essence, the product line do you um, offer? We have educational courses for people who want to just like know more about flower essences and how they work and how can they use them with their family. That's one thing we did in 2020 was like make digital courses so that Mm. people could learn more. Um, We also have the Self-Arising Nature Center here in Phoenix where people can come and get like private ceremonies and um, like really special attention and take flower essence baths and sit in the infrared sauna and, you know, really introspect in terms of where they're at a transition point in their life. Mm -hmm. We have a chef here. So we do pop-up dinners and we infuse all the food and drinks with flower essences. So you can like feel something as you're eating. That's fun. That's really really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of different cool, fancy cocktails out there too, that will either have the flower. You can either it mixed in or even just edible flowers for garnishes these days. Yeah. Yeah, we do all kinds of events. So we did one event where we had um, an acupuncturist do pulse readings at the door and then see which element people were most efficient in. And then we had five tables and you would go to the table that you were most efficient in. So suddenly you'd be sitting at this table where everybody had a similar habit or pattern that you did to create that kind of situation. Um, And then, you know, then we provided like the Chinese wine and flower essences to balance it out. And then provided questions for each table that were different that could help people like introspect and deeply understand what that was and meet other people. So we do all kinds of fun sort of like any kind of thing that we can get to have people reflecting on themselves and growing and learning. Mm -hmm. Wow. Really cool. Um, And it seems like too, you don't even have to have like just one specific, like you could even just take different ones and it would help you. And you may not even really even know what it's just, Maybe you would notice differences if you're in tune or paying attention, but oh, totally. I mean, we we have we have events where we'll have sixty people sitting in the room in a circle, and everybody will kind of take a moment to meditate, and then I'll have all the flower essences that I've ever made was like two hundred plus in front of me, like an organ, mm-hmm. 
And then we'll just sort of tune in, like, what does everyone in this group need right now? Like, why are we all in this room together collectively? And then we'll pass the flower essences around and everyone will take them. And we'll probably take maybe 50 in one night, Mm -hmm. like peeling off layers. It gets so heady that we need to eat like dark chocolate to kind of. Yeah, something. (laughs) Wow. Balance it out. so many ways that you can take it and experience it more recently i've been kind of intrigued with the idea of a men's line Hmm. something totally new 99 percent of our community is women but i've been trying to figure out like how do i reach the men and i don't really think they're necessarily going to take things internally as much as we do but But something maybe more like a spray or something they could like if it was almost like a natural cologne yeah or a deodorant product Shampoo. Something. So yeah, so we're, we've got that kind of in the works to like Interesting. support men more. Support testosterone. And then they would say, okay, sign me up, right? I mean, that's <laughs> a generalization, but um, that is actually interesting too, just like how women we've always, whether it's synthetic fragrance, which I'm a big no, no, I don't, you know, think that those are healthy for us, but there's so many natural ways these days, wait, these days to get, you know, natural essential oils and stuff. But, um, we've always been more marketed to, right. With floral, whether it's buying women flowers, uh, or yeah, perfumes and things like that. So that's a good point that men probably don't think much about floral botanical stuff, but it's definitely for anyone, right. It can be healing for anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, I was going to ask you a quick question. This is like in my mind again. I'm just like going back and forth. Um, what would be the difference as far as like when it comes to healing? So if you were to have like jasmine tea, which has been like dried and you're consuming that versus in the in the liquid form, or would they both? I mean, they're obviously both still probably healing. There's healing properties in both, but what would be the difference just when you're consuming the, the essences? Mm-hmm. The tea will only work, the tea or like an herbal tincture will work on your physical body. I see. Okay. The essential oil will go more into your nervous system. Mm. And the flower essence will again be that like emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic realm. Is it because it's more like live, if you will, because it hasn't been dried? Mm -hmm. It's in the water, so it's a different... Yeah, totally. Like, or or you remember when in science class, when they, we'd have to draw those little boxes and it was like, here's water as a solid Mm. and ice. Mm -hmm. And then you have water as a water and a liquid, and then you have it as a gas. Yes, It's kind of like that. You have this like dense material that works on your dense body. Then you have the juice working on your juice. And then you have the energy working on your energy. The structure is different of it. Yeah. That would make sense. It would work a little bit differently. Hmm. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, is there anything else? I, you know what I was going to ask you too, because I can tell yeah. that you're maybe a little bit more on the woo-woo like, like I am. But I, I've been often asking guests this because I think depending on your niche and your expertise, the answers vary just a little bit. Mm-hmm. With all the craziness going on, like what is your interpretation of that right now? And then what are some tips? Obviously taking some flower essence would be wonderful. But um like what, what are you seeing happening in the world and how, what are some ways that you're getting through it and like um, just ways that you've seen people heal and mm-hmm. anything It's very broad, but it's just such a crazy time. But I feel like there's so many cool people that are working on things. Like you said, in 2020, what you worked on, I started this podcast in 2020. Like, wow. There's so much creativity, you know, happening. There's a lot of good stuff happening that just doesn't get shown 
but collectively, like what, what's going on and, and what are you feeling right now? So many different things. Um, I think there is a huge purge or healing occurring well, collectively as long as, as well as individually. And I, what I've seen, at least in myself and my community, greater community, is that either you got swept off your feet in 2020 and you got into the whole narrative and we're all going to die and COVID's going to kill us all and like, you know, really felt gripped by fear. Or if you didn't get hooked into that story, then you got an opportunity to look at whatever other stories you've got underneath. Mm. And I think that so many of us, I mean, actually I'm blown away at how many people I've talked to. 2021 was even worse than 2020 in the sense of like so many people experienced deep and profound, unbearable pain and challenge Mm -hmm. in a way that led them to grow and become stronger and more beautiful and more powerful Mm. and like unbelievable stories. I mean, like I talked to a guy in my salsa community who got roofied and almost died. You know, like how random is that? Mm. Or like people who have discovered that like someone in their family got sexually abused by their, you know, like very deep, painful things. Healing is coming out. Traumas are coming out so that we can heal. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I believe that. And then also there's this kind of duality thing, like uh, kind of like the evil powers that be want to divide everything and separate everything and dualism, everything like black, white, hot, cold, right, wrong. You know, they want to create this kind of division or separation. And I think the trick is to be really flexible and open and notice that dualism in ourselves. Yeah. Um, we made a, we made a product called sacred body um, in 20 early 2021 that helps the body detox really rapidly, not only of like physical toxins, but also like fear mm-hmm. and this kind of tendency to like choose an extreme and choose a side and like pit everybody against each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like, one of the things that I've been the most impressed with flower essences in the last couple of years is that they really help people root into who they are. Like, this is my truth and I trust myself and I trust my decisions and I don't need anyone outside to tell me or bully me into what to do, whatever that decision may be. That's one thing I, I, I see, I've been seeing a lot is like this incredible empowerment. Like I know what I need yeah. and also boundaries. Like I, like, I'm okay. I'll roll along here. But like, if you reach here, that's where I draw my line. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really ho- healthy for people to kind of know where those lines are totally. and feel the, this sense of like power and wisdom inside them. Don't you? Yeah. And we've been forced to do it too. I mean, like not for some people feel forced to physically have to do something. I mean, I think maybe I'm just one thing like the vaccine or whatever, I don't even know to get into that, but thinking about it, right? Like we haven't necessarily have to think of it so deeply. You know what I mean? Usually with a flu shot, it's like you either get it or you don't. Whereas this is not just so simple. It's been, it's forcing us to really look at like, what is our truth? Like you said, it's so much deeper than the vaccine or COVID or whatever. These are just bringing out this stuff. It's, it is, you said it really nicely. And well, the bizarre thing is that around the world, there are very different realities, which I find fascinating. Even in the United States, like, in Arizona, almost nobody wears a mask. 
Right. It's so different. And then Washington, it's very strict. Um, yeah, that is fascinating. And then there's other parts of the world. I mean, a lot of people don't even know this, which I think is so crazy. There's places I was reading about this today in Africa, even not to go down this rabbit hole too much, but it's just fascinating. Um, they've had way lower rates of COVID because they take, um, oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting the drug for malaria, whatever the Mm. drug is, that's very controversial here. And hydroxychloroquine, I can never say that. I think it's one of them that they're taking there for malaria, but then they're showing lower rates of COVID because it helps with that. Right. So, you know, it's like, wow, they're having completely different realities than we're having here. And, you know, just this media, I think, I think that the point is, um, there's so much noise. And if you can find yourself, like coming back to you, like you said, your inner truth and a lot of the stuff we didn't think about. I mean, I always talk about consciousness, but until you have a a specific situation, you may have not thought about things, right? This is forcing us to really, what is my truth and, um, dealing with fears and, um, what would be a good flower essence for fear? You said you had made that one What flowers in that or flowers sacred body there's another flower called crown flower that actually bloomed in march of 2020 and the weird thing is that crown in spanish is corona yes yes it's like so tripped out and it was a flower that it was a tropical flower that shouldn't be growing in the desert and literally grew right on our property where our our business is but that's like getting rid of fear and dualistic thinking Sacred Datura is another one that's that, you know, really poisonous Mm. desert flower, Mm. but taken in a flower essence form, it just goes deep and purges any kind of subconscious fears that we have. So we can be really fearless. So those could be some really good ones for specifically right now, because there is so much fear circulating. Another blend that I've been seeing people be drawn to is, uh, it's a blend of flower essences called truth teller, because I think a lot of people are afraid to speak up, speak up and speak their minds. Yeah and advocate and use their anger in a like positive way. Sure. That helps. Okay. Um, now I kind of understand it more though, when you were just saying, when you ingested a poisonous flower, so like the petals and parts of the flower could be poison if you, but when you take just the essence, like the liquid part of it, right from the water, that part's there's, not, there's no more. It's so diluted. And it's so no diluted. More. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Um, Cool. Well, thank you for that. Like your kind of your interpretation. I I feel like that resonates with me. And the more that I talk, it's like, it's so funny. I feel like I worry it's going to be repetitive when I ask people that, but everyone has such a a little bit of a different take. And then Mm -hmm. um, just in the niche that you are, the good news is there's so many different ways to heal. Yeah. Whether it's something you're ingesting, putting on your skin, forms of meditation, talking with people, learning about your truths. Like, I mean, gosh, there's so many good, cool things out there for us. I feel like that's uplifting in itself. And the one thing I would add is that the more I know this to be true based on my own personal experience, the more you heal yourself, the more I heal myself, the more others around me feel free to heal. Yeah. Or like the more vulnerable I can get and the more self-accepting I can get of my own crap. Mm-hmm the more I can expose that to other people and the more they feel free to love themselves yeah. no matter how. And, and, and if you look around and you're like, I mean, excuse my French, but sometimes I look around and I'm like, we're fucked. 
I think we've all thought that. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's hard not to sometimes. (laughs) So when you just like see all the craziness, but then when you come back to like, all I need to do is heal myself. And then it, you know, speaking of contagious, that is contagious. Like even hearing you speak about that, it like uplifts me. And I'm like, yes, like, you know, that's so true. And I, I, I mean, that's a huge thing in spirituality and, um, ego deaths and stuff like work on yourself first. It's almost mm-hmm. like that. Put your oxygen mask on first. It's not selfish. You have to be like right within yourself, love yourself, heal yourself, be your true self. And then you can help other people. But if you're broken, mm-hmm. how can you, you know what I mean? You can't just give all your resources away all the time. Um, so I think that's really true. Mm-hmm. There's even a flower for that. There's a red clover, mm. you know, red clover. Mm. It's for contagious fear. Like when you see something on the news and you're like, ah, and you feel everyone's fear, it just um, unplugs you from that kind of mass energy. And then I was going to say, you probably would be interested in this study done on the East Coast. It was a 20 year long study. And they showed that mm, Facebook helps us visualize this, but it's like, if you become wildly happy, it is more beneficial on your friend's friend's friend mm. than if someone put $5,000 cash in their pocket. Mm. Interesting. Or if that person becomes wildly happy, it has more of a benefit on you than if someone put $5,000 cash in your pocket. And this is someone that you don't even know. You're mm. just connected, linked energetically. Mm-hmm. And then that means that like, and they found that geographically it was even more powerful. So like if you are in your junglicious room, like dancing naked by yourself, having a good time. It could be that like one block down, the guy who just like retired from his job and he's like hitting a wall and wondering why he's on this planet and what use he is or what good does he to, you know, anyone anymore. And he's depressed mowing his lawn feels this like wave of positivity from you dancing naked in your room and no one can see you. And suddenly he feels better. And it's like that that's the kind of contagiousness that, Totally. And I mean, it would make sense. Like if the fear is contagious, as we can see, why wouldn't also happiness and love be contagious? And we know it when you fall in love or, I mean, there's those emotions tied to it and stuff, but, or you stay in love, but of course, why wouldn't everything is energy and it makes so much sense. And I think too, I've talked about a couple with guests on the show about sometimes I'll just feel the sadness out of nowhere. Nothing has made me sad. That could be past life stuff coming in. That could be that there's someone experiencing something. I'm picking up on it. I mean, it could be anything, but there's so many subtle things happening. And just, again, as I always say, as a broken record, it's just about being conscious. Mm -hmm. There's so much going on, obviously, even just in the little flower molecules that you can't even see, right? That it just, it makes so much sense. It's just, it's so Mm -hmm. busy that we don't think about this stuff. And so it's super cool that you've dedicated your life to, to sharing this with everybody. Thank you for doing that. Oh my God. And there's no, there's no pressure on people to be happy. Like I just want to say, yeah, that's a good, yeah. it's not about being happy. It feels like in the last couple of years, it, it's become very apparent that it's, it's about looking at what's there and being really gentle on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, and looking what can at I the learn part- from this and like, what are the parts of us that, that we consider ugly that mm. we just don't want to look at because it's like, oh my God, I'm so ashamed. That's so ugly. I don't even want to see it. I want to talk about it. Yeah. But if we can actually get to the point of like looking at it and feeling some love for ourselves, mm. then it totally frees up. Yeah. 
like liberation, freedom. And it's a chance to be compassionate for other, you know, also just because we're ego, you know, minded a lot of the time. We can't help it. I mean, we can, but not if you know what I mean. As humans in this experience, we have egos and a lot of it's always about me, 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 right? It's always been like that society and um, constant opportunity for growth to look outside of just being this ego self, but um, it's a chance for compassion for others. Wow. All the people that have gotten really sick or struggled with losing their job in COVID or whatever, all the stuff that's been happening. Um, it's really a chance to also just, whoa, compassion, not only for yourself, but for other people. How does this affect other people? And what a chance to to love more and have compassion for others too, which in itself is us, right? I, I believe we're all one and connected, but there's so many lessons. Like it's actually a really amazing time for growth, coming together, healing. If you can look at it in that way, it's a blessing really. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not hard sometimes. And it might get harder. It probably will. Let's be honest. <laughs> we just opened, I mean, this has been happening for decades and decades too. I think all the stuff that's been going on, but um, it's just coming out now, but I think it's going to get, there's a lot to clean up. It's not just going to be a quick, maybe things will come and go, right? Like COVID, I, I think at some point it's going to go. It's just, it's the way that viruses work. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, politically we have, oh my gosh, we have so much junk to, to deal with. Um yeah, but look at all the cool, beauty, beautiful things that have been given to us on this earth. Don't forget about those things. Yeah. There's so much available to us. Yeah. The whole world, the whole universe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like this is like a perfect kind of stopping point. Um, I am so grateful for this conversation. It was really <laughs> like um, nurturing. I feel like flowers are so just thinking about him, gosh, even just thinking about him makes me feel happy and, mm-hmm. and loving and like so drawn to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I really appreciate this conversation and you teaching us a little bit more about something, you know, that I didn't know much about. Um, where can people find you online? Yeah. Lotus way, Lotus, like the flower way spelled W E I.com. There's a whole team of people, whether it's through social or call us or email us, just waiting to help reconnect you with flowers. So if anyone has, you know, confusion or wants to know or wants help, um, we're always here to help. Cool. And are you on Instagram too? Instagram, Facebook. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah. I'll find you at Lotus Way. Okay. Very cool. Wow. Well, thank you. It's so lovely to meet you. And I'm definitely going to check out, I'm going to do the quiz (laughs) and see which one. I'm going to check out some of your uh, flower essences. So that's thank awesome. you, Katie. Thank you so much, Lauren. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you guys. You're so going to have to tell me where you got that beautiful wallpaper in your background. That's yeah, I'll have to, I'll message you. I found it on Etsy. Um, and I know it's such a perfect, I think there's a there are some little flower buds. Um, perfect for today's conversation. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you for listening. And um, you can find me um, on Instagram at Real Lauren Live and my website, Lauren.live. And we're going to put, um, all the information, lotusway.com uh, in the description so you can easily find um, Katie's website. So thank you guys. <laughs>